Y Group invites all AEC industry leaders to the 2024 AEC Small Business and Entrepreneurship Forum, the premier event for small firms in the AEC sector. Experience innovative strategies and insights on May 21st, crafted by Zweig Group's industry experts. Engage in keynotes and interactive sessions focused on recruitment, retention, and business growth. Join Zweig Group for this unique networking opportunity and take your business to new heights. Secure your spot today and be part of the AEC industry's future. Visit ZweigGroup.com for more information. The Zweig Group team looks forward to welcoming you. Welcome to the Zweig Letter Podcast, putting architectural, engineering, planning, and environmental consulting guru Mark Zweig and his team of experts straight talk in your ear. Mark has more than three decades of experience helping AEP and environmental firms thrive and grow in any market. These podcasts deliver great interviews with industry leaders and Zweig Group's invaluable research, leadership, management, marketing, client, and HR advice directly to you, free of charge. The Zweig Letter Podcasts let you develop personally and professionally, wherever you are. Hey folks, it's Randy Wilburn here with another Zweig Letter podcast episode. I am here with none other than Mark Zweig, chairman of Zweig Group. Mark is the chief editorial writer at the Zweig Letter, and uh, we've asked him to come on and join us one more time to share some some information on uh, a topic that we know is near and dear to his heart. And we're talking today about leadership tips and hints. And I think it's kind of appropriate. It's, it's at the end of the year now. And, and uh, Mark recently wrote uh, a editorial piece in the Zweig Letter back in late October about leadership hints to help your employees feel better. And, you know, I, I read this article, Mark, and it really kind of stood out to me that that everything you talk about in here is so relevant to some of the challenges that you know, a lot of firms are facing because their leaders are not getting out in front of situations. They're not getting out in front of their people and engaging them on a regular basis. And so, you know, I'd love to get some of your thoughts and some some ideas about how uh, leaders in the design industry can better um, uh, support their employees and can better put out a um, a message of what leadership is all about. And so, um, you know, if you could just share with the audience, the listening audience today, a little a little bit uh, from your perspective about, you know, what real leadership is in the design industry, uh, I think it would be really appreciated. Well, I mean, it's it's so multifaceted. You know, I I think whenever you start talking about leadership, I it almost makes me cringe in a way. You know, there's so many, quote, leadership experts out there um, that uh, it just, it, it's it, it just, it, you know, it, it can get academic um, too easily. Yeah. Um, it can, it can go off course. Um, it can get um, hokey. It can get, um, uh, turn off these, these sort of, you know, pragmatic um, designers and, and, uh, 
engineers and, and technical people. So anyway, you know, that that's sort of, I just have to preface it with that because it, it does make me cringe a bit when you start, um, you start getting into this subject. I can, I can put myself in the shoes of our audience, I think pretty well. But anyway, I think there's just some basic stuff, you know, that it comes down to. And that, and that really is, you got to be yourself. Yeah. You know, you got to be an authentic, real person. You can't put on an act for people that work for you or with you that's not you. And you got to be a decent person. So you got to be yourself and you can't be a jerk. Right. You know, so that that means you don't elevate yourself above everybody else. Right. You don't want to make them feel small or inferior. Yeah. You you don't want to make them feel like they're judged by you every moment of the day. Mm-hmm. Um it, it's a whole lot of things that I think once you do that, you they let their defense defenses uh defenses down and and then they're not um and then it's a lot easier to influence them. Right. You know, but if you don't, then you turn them off. If you do any of those other things where, you know, you come off as being superior, you, you want to impose your values on them. You, um, you know, you don't have any time for them. You don't care about them as individuals. All those things impede your ability to influence somebody. Yeah. In a positive way. Yeah. I mean, so yeah, being you, um, building a rapport with your employees and being approachable are huge. Uh, I know you always talk about management by walking around and uh, the importance of that. Um, do you, you want to you speak a little bit more about that and just this whole idea of really getting outside and around from around your desk and, and getting out and actually talking to people in the office? Yeah, I think, you know, it, it's... Um you really feel this if I also own a construction business, as you know, and if you don't get out on job sites and never talk to the people, they hate you. Yeah. Okay. Or they think you hate them. Right. Um, And so we're not that much different over here in these office jobs. Yeah. You know, the people who actually do the work, they want to see the leaders. They want to, they want to have some kind of personal relationship with them. They want to think that they care about what they're doing. Right. Right. Um, You know, you have to get down in the weeds. Yeah. Um, and as a leader and, 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 and really figure out what people are doing on a daily basis, um, for them to feel like you can empathize with them and, uh, and, and understand what their problems and concerns and needs are. And, and, um, so, yeah, I like, I think it's essential. All the good leaders I know, they, they move around the company. They don't just stay in their office. They go talk with people. They go talk with people at the lowest level. Right. You know, I have a, a friend of mine, he, his family owns a bunch of car dealers and he's a really brilliant guy. Okay. He's a mm-hmm. super young guy. He's very, very smart. He really has done an amazing job with this company. You know, they sell hundreds of millions of dollars worth of cars a year. I mean, it's a big business. Mm-hmm. And he told me that, you know, when he was young, he figured out he still is young, but he was, you know, the, the boss's son, whatever. Said he figured out you got to look around, find the oldest, most senior person in the company, and you better go make that person like you, or you're dead. Right. You got you know you give a meeting, and then like thirty minutes later you walk out back, and there's the real the second meetings being held. (laughs) Right. You know, it's somebody who's worked there thirty years with a crowd around them. Right. Right. uh, 
you got to win them over. He said, if you don't win them over, you're dead. You're dead. Yeah. So, and you're yeah. not going to win them over if you just sit in your office. You right. got to go out and help them. Help them do stuff. Clear problems out of the way for them. Help them do even the most mundane tasks. Show yeah. interest in them yeah. as individuals. Win them over. And then you win everybody else over. Right. Very smart. Yeah, that uh, is good advice. You know, that is really good advice. So, yeah, I mean, that, that, I mean, there are just so many little things that y- you can do uh, in an organization to make a difference for your people. Um, why don't, can, can you talk just a, a little bit about, um, um, uh, about this idea of um, having, having your people, um, uh, just about really, you know, acknowledging success within the team and, you know, really, I think you wrote in your article, I think you talked about bragging on your employees. And I know you do that. Um, you know, there are there are a ton of people here, even at Zwei Group, and I've, I've heard you, you know, talk glowingly about people and about their success. And, you know, it's not always about you. And even when there are opportunities that come about and we get win new work and a lot of it's predicated upon your original relationship, you know, you're quick to dismiss that and say, no, well, so-and-so got in there and made it happen. And, yeah. you know, talk a little bit about that. Cause I know that that doesn't happen enough. Cause I hear from people that say, Hey, you know, I worked on so-and-so and I never got acknowledged for the work that I did, or sure. I never got a thank you, or the thank you was in private. Yeah. And there's a difference, right? Sure. To bringing you behind closed doors and saying, hey, great job, Bobby. Thanks so much. Keep up the good work, as opposed to telling the whole company, hey, Bobby killed it on this. And if it wasn't for him, right? you know. I think a lot of people are insecure. I mean, I understand it. You get older, you start feeling like you're obsolete. Um, you know, you you may have had the relationships with these people to start with. Right. Um, you know, it, on the one hand, you know, it's essential to be able to pass the baton and have other people doing what you used to do. And you don't want to be trapped. Um, and other people know stuff that you don't know now. Yeah. But, you know, I think people are just insecure. Uh, you know, they're afraid the older, more senior people, a lot of them, you know, they're worried that if they don't maintain that control somehow or the relationship or the illusion of it, that somehow everybody's going to say, what's Bob doing here? So, right. You know, <laughs> right. Let's get right. Bob out of the way. Yeah. That's yeah. a big barrier to it. It's just the egos and the insecurities of the, of the senior people, but it's, it's stupid. Yeah. You know, because you, you've got to, to, to move on and move up and move out. And that's how you build an organization is by promoting the other people and giving them a chance to do things and, and making them feel good about doing it. And, um, and then it's then you're not trapped by it like so many small business owners are and and frankly design professionals uh, are you yeah know? yeah they're just trapped by their own insecurities um that's why we get these 72 and 75 year old architects that call us we had one yesterday that was 85 i i swear to you yeah 85 and he's got to think about a transition yeah I'm like shit of course you better think about a transition you could die tomorrow i mean it sounds terrible but I know, it's, it's I know. true i got yeah. friends you know yeah. i'm at that age now where all my friends are dying off i yeah. mean you look around you go what 
I thought I was young. What? Yeah, yeah. Why are all these people dying? Yeah, thank God you got you some know? good genes with a 97-year-old mom. So, thank God. And yeah. I my dad made it to 96. I know. It's so like I said, the, 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 the odds are in your favor. So Yeah, except my diet and my exercise <laughs> habits are not in my favor. Yeah, well, we'll, anyway. we'll, we're going to keep you on the straight and narrow. It's funny you say that, though, because, um, you know, Will Schneer, I interviewed him just last, well, the week before uh, doing Thanksgiving, um, he and I had a chance to um, to talk and I interviewed him. We were talking about, you know, just a bunch of different activities surrounding uh, M&A and just surrounding his firm growing and just the growing pains that they're experiencing at Big, Big Red Dog. But one of the things he said to me really stood out to me was that, look, he said, you know, my goal as a leader here is to is to make room for other people to succeed. And and if if that means that somebody rises up through the ranks that can ultimately take my role, then so be it. Um, because ultimately w- w- what that means for me is that it, it makes room for me to do something else that I can continue to grow in. And I'm not stuck in just one place. And, and um, you know, I, I thought that was really interesting to hear that from somebody like Will that's that's really successful, sure. that's that's growing a firm. But, you know, he's mature. I mean, he's 35 and he gets it. Um, and, you know, he he's a, he's still a young guy virtually. Right. So you, you if you figure if you're young and you're a leader, you want to stay in that role for forever. But the reality is, is that there are other opportunities even even greater than what you're currently doing. So, yeah, if you want to keep developing as a human human being as in maximizing your potential. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, you know, I, again, I understand it. I, I really do. I, I think, you know, everybody feels like, you know, the scrutiny is is on the older you get, um, the easier it is for people to say, why are you here? Are you obsolete? Right. <laughs> um, it's, it's just the reality of it. Yeah. Um, and the younger people start, you know, thinking you're not, I mean, your energy maybe is not as great as it once was. And, you know, so, it, 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 but you got to get over it. Yeah. Bottom line, if you're going to be a leader, get over that shit. Yeah. Uh, move on yeah. and uh, try to pass the baton. Uh, doesn't mean you're never involved. Doesn't mean that, you know, the glories of the past will all be forgotten. Yeah. They may be forgotten, but, you know, yeah. it's, the, it's life. I yeah. mean, it's, you know, what have you done for me lately? Exactly. That's, um, that's the way yeah. things are nowadays. <laughs> but, you know, I think, I think it's also interesting, too. And, and, you know, when we did the, we just recently completed it. Well, we, we, we just created and then presented our first leadership training for, for design firms. And it went, went over really well. We did it in D.C. And uh, we also did it in, in Houston for a client, um, an in-house training. But um, one of the big takeaways that everybody had was the importance of um, leaders being good listeners. Yeah. And um, listeners and observers. Right. I always say it's not just listening. Yeah. You know, everybody's like, well, God gave you, you know, two ears and one mouth or whatever. Right. God also gave you two eyes. Right. Look around the room. See how you're being perceived. Look at people's body language. Yeah. There are so many cues that you need to pick up on Mm -hmm. as to how you're being reacted to. Yeah. And and you need to pick up on those. Um, you know, it's 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 essential if you're going to be a good leader. I mean, I I just you know, I I really try to be careful about the things, you know, like too many uses of the word I in a presentation. Nobody cares about you. It's a we. Right. If you're going to be a leader, everything is we. Right. I said I I've had companies where I was the only employee, and I'm saying we. Yeah, exactly. Okay, <laughs> referring to everything yeah. in the third person. Me and the the collective we. Um, 
But it's, you know, you really have to be cognizant of that because it turns people off. Yeah, absolutely. It just turns them off. Absolutely. So, yeah, no, that, that is, uh, that's definitely the case, but, um, but no, these are, those are some great tips, uh, to help individuals kind of think about their own leadership style and ways that they can improve. And so certainly you got to be, you build rapport, uh, be a listener, uh, notice your body language, the way that you come off and also being as a leader, you need to be effective at reading the body language of others around you. So, uh, certainly want to encourage you to take that up and, and, um, it will help you to, to better approach uh, your team and have a better strategy for how you grow your organization. So uh, hopefully that will, that will be helpful for you. Uh, thank you again for listening to another episode of the Zwei Glitter podcast. We really, really appreciate you spending time with us, uh, whether you're out on a run on a cold, crisp day, or whether you are uh, in, on a treadmill in a gym looking around the room, we appreciate you taking the time to put us between your ears and and uh, really take in what we have to share. Remember, we have a free subscription for you of the Zweig letter. Just visit zweiggroup.com. And all we need is your email address. Just sign up, sign your firm up, and you can get that free subscription right into your inbox on a weekly basis. And you will not be disappointed. Again, we will really appreciate you listening to the Zweig Letter podcast. Um, we hope that you have enjoyed this episode uh, talking about leadership with our own Mark Zweig. It's not every day we get him on the podcast, but when we do, it certainly is a special treat. Uh, as always, the Zweig Letter is available on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Google Play, and just about anywhere that you can find podcast episodes. You can listen to it in your car. You can listen to it out on a run. However you choose to consume this information, we just appreciate you doing that. And when you get a chance, if you have a, if you have the time, we'd love it if you'd give us a five-star review and a rating. Uh, let us know how we're doing and uh, what this podcast means to you. I'm Randy Wilburn. I'm Mark Zweig. And you've been listening to another episode, episode of the Zweig Letter Podcast. That's right. Thank you. Is that you. right? Yeah, that's right. You got it. Okay. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> cool. Take care, guys. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to this Zweig Letter Podcast episode. If you want more wisdom and inspiration, in addition to information about M&A, strategic planning, HR, and marketing your firm, Subscribe now to the digital version of the Zweig Letter free of charge. Just visit thezweigletter.com slash subscribe and leave your email address. Your free subscription will begin immediately.